The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When evening had come, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took Jesus with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But Jesus was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. Jesus said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The Gospel of the Lord. Today's readings show how reason and faith work in harmony according to God's design. You know, sometimes we hear in the culture that there's a battle between faith and reason, between science and religion, for example. But this is contrary to the tradition of the church, which has always insisted that a person can use their reason, God-given, to then come to a conclusion that God exists. And then faith adds the more. This is an important principle to keep in mind because to separate the two, to separate faith from reason, puts a demarcation within God himself because God is the author of reason and truth and he is the one who reveals himself, the faithful one. And so to divide them puts God in opposition to himself. Well, let's look at how faith and reason work together. In the first reading, God speaks to Job about the state of the universe, how awesome and complex it is. Let me quote, God says to Job, where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? Or what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone? while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. In other words, by a series of questions, God appeals to Job's ability to reason that the vast universe could only come from a being powerful enough to create it. And therefore, Job should trust in God, even though he's going through tremendous suffering. Now, if that were true thousands of years ago, when the book of Job is written, and very little of the universe was actually understood, how much more so today when scientific discoveries in astrophysics and cosmology have revealed a universe far more complex and vast, billions of galaxies, each of which containing billions of stars, all existing in an exquisite fine-tuning that enables life to exist at all. And the more science uncovers these discoveries, the more Constants and quantities are so finely tuned that the scientists are continually shocked. Even more stunning is the libraries of information that is packed into every single cell of our body. The DNA, 
coded information. And we have trillions of these cells in our body. So from the macrocosm, the great expanse of the universe, to the microcosm of the single tiniest cell, we have a certain inference that God does exist. There is a divine mind behind all of this. And then you add the philosophical arguments for God's existence, such as Aquinas' five ways, and that even brings reason to bear more. So the church has always held, and actually they define in the First Vatican Council, that a person can properly use their reason to conclude that God exists. But reason can only take us so far. That is, to a first cause, a transcendent mind behind all of creation. Our intellect is limited, it's finite. We can't get beyond that truth to actual knowledge of God's nature. Now here is where faith adds the more. God spoke. He personally revealed truths about himself that we could never otherwise know. For example, that God is a trinity of persons, and that one of those persons took on our flesh and dwelt amongst us, did miracles, and died for our sins. This brings us to today's gospel where Christ is with his apostles in the boat. The boat represents, symbolizes the church. There's a storm, and the waves are beating against the boat, so that it is about to be swamped. This describes every age, but particularly our own. There is a storm in the church currently, and in our lives, physically, spiritually. And if we were trying to deal with it on our own, only with the knowledge of our reason that God exists somewhere out there, we would be swamped. And here is where faith adds the more. That just as Jesus was personally present in the boat and spoke and calmed the sea, so he is personally present in our soul with the Father and the Holy Spirit. We can call upon his name in faith and hear his words, peace, be still. More than that, Jesus conquered death itself, as St. Paul says in that second reading. Here is where faith adds not just the more, but the most. We are a new creation as a result of the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Paul says everything old has passed away. Everything is made new. What is this newness? St. Peter explains it in his first letter. Chapter 1, I quote, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. This is the newness that we could never come to by reason alone. God needed to speak. So what is faith? Our response to the God who spoke and who speaks, who reveals himself. 
This faith is certainly encouraged by the prior preparation reason provides. Now, sometimes a person will hear God speak directly in an encounter and simply believe, and then reason follows, faith seeking understanding, as St. Augustine said. Either way, faith and reason are not opposed. Since we can reason to the existence of God from the things he has made, we trust that what he personally speaks is also true, because God cannot contradict himself. Let's take an analogy that scholars sometimes use to explain this unity of faith and reason, and it's about falling in love. So a man meets a woman and is initially attracted to her and wants to form a friendship. So he does some investigation using his reason. He speaks to the woman's family, for example, and friends, finds about her life, her job, perhaps, her character. But at some point, let's say they become friends, at some point she will speak something so personal about herself that he could never have known unless she revealed it. He could never reason to it. She had to reveal the depth of her heart. Now at that point, the man has a decision to make. Do I believe her? That's faith based on prior preparation in reason. If her life has demonstrated that she is a reasonable person, that she has good character and so on, then he can, in faith, accept the deeper reality of her revelation of her heart. How this really comes home to us today is precisely in the storm. We have been immersed, as you know, in a pandemic which has caused much suffering. Can we continue to believe in a God who in some sense is watching all of this unfold? If we had only reason to fall back on, say philosophy or arguments, scientific reasons for God's existence, that would not be enough. On the other hand, if we relied on faith alone without the support of rational grounds, it would also be challenging. But when we keep faith and reason together, then the supports are there to believe that, yes, God is with us in this storm. He is in our boat. He does speak to us personally, and his promises can be trusted. More than that, we can say, because reason has shown me God can be trusted, because God still speaks when I read the scriptures and pray, I will enter into a deeper relationship in this storm so that I can bring this to others who are suffering and tell them that God is here. That's what our readings reveal to us today. Keeping faith and reason together is at the heart of our Catholic faith, and we rejoice that the God who does speak has also spoken in creation, and has spoken because we have an intellect and a will that God gave us. We're created in his image and likeness. And so, yes, we use our reason, but we also know God reveals the deeper aspects of himself to us, especially in the storm, when we call upon his name, when we say, God, I need you, and he is there.
and he speaks to us of his love. Let us rejoice and be glad.